Welcome to the Bayside Church Weekly Message audio podcast, Frankston. He partnered with people. He partnered with a bunch of servants saying, yes, sir. He didn't have to. He could have filled up the jars on his own. He could have done the zap and then taken the jars out to the MC and said, here you go, bro. But instead, instead, he partners with people. In 2 Corinthians 6, we see that we are God's co-workers. And as Paul writes to the Corinthians, he says, As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, In the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time uh, of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. We are partners with Jesus. The first thing that we need to take from these servants is they were obedient. The second thing is this. Joy is delivered through the faith of the servants taking a risk. Through faith. The servants took a risk. If they took a cup of water to the MC, they'd run out of wine. The venue had been cut off. (laughs) They were getting kicked out. If he took a cup of water, these servants would have been severely punished. It's like, it's like go, to, go to the same scenario we were talking about before. You've just been kicked out of the venue. And for some reason, the bride and groom are not caring too much. But you as the employee of, of this venue have to say, you know what, we do have an option. I've just been told um, to, by someone that I don't even know to take you out into this other room and you know in your head that this other room is in no way near what they were experiencing. Like you, It's like the back shed of this venue and now you've got a, a guest, a wedding party that you're going to take to this back shed. Now, if you took this wedding party to the back shed and it was the back shed, they'd probably turn around and be more angry that you tried to put them in a back shed than kicking them out. Are you following? I know I would be. But instead, imagine if you were the employee and you know the back shed was nothing pretty. And you take this group into the back shed and all of a sudden you're looking around just in absolute wonder thinking, what? Because the back shed somehow, miraculously, looks a million times better than the room you were just in. Just think about the emotions and the confusion going through your head, both as a servant or in the wedding party. You would be... What is going on? That is the equivalent of what's happening here. These servants were taking a cup of water to the MC who was already surprised that they'd run out of wine. That's like rubbing salt into a wound. That is in no way a good thing. But instead, by faith, they partner with God. They partner with Jesus and they take the cup. They take the cup that is in their hands that was water but now miraculously is wine and they take it to the MC. And as we read on, we we notice that when the wine or the joy had been given to another, given to the MC, 
they were quick to realize, this guy was quick to realize that it was the greatest joy that he had ever tasted. It was the greatest thing he had ever experienced. You saved the best until last. This is the best wine. The MC didn't even know where it came from. He just knew there was something special about it, but the servants knew. And this is what he did on the cross. This is what he did on the cross. He died to bring purification through the pouring out of his blood so we can experience the joy found in the love of the Father. And now he is asking us to partner with him and through obedience and faith take this joy to the people around us take this joy that we hold this joy that's in our cup to the people around us not necessarily saying just come to church in every sec in every circumstance but displaying the tangible love of the father Praying for the sick, encouraging, speaking life into people's lives and loving other people as he loved us. And before they know where this joy that they're experiencing even comes from, they know that it is something special. If we're walking up and getting our fresh bread this afternoon at Baker's Delight and we encourage the person, intentionally encourage the person, What's that thing that sparks inside them? That's the joy that comes from experiencing the love of a father that they don't even know yet. They don't need to know where it comes from. But I'm sure the more they experience it, the more questions they will ask. And we are carriers of that joy. And if we are not releasing it, then the world is missing something. And finally, in chapter 2, verse 11, this miraculous sign in Cana in Galilee was the first time Jesus revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. That word revealed actually has no tense. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not limited by a tense. So what it's saying here is Jesus was revealed in this moment is revealing himself in this moment and will continue to reveal himself in this moment. Through the realities of this story, Jesus continues to reconcile people to a loving father by partnering with servants who will be obedient and will, who, who will be faithful to the call to see people experience the love of the father. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I hope I'm not on my own there. If we get this, if we get a hold of this truth and we realize that through this process of being obedient and being faithful to what we have in our cup, that little bit, after Jesus pours out the sin, pours out the wrath we often see in the Old Testament, there's the, the cup of wrath. It's Jesus empties that, fills it with the Father's love and now we can share it. The only difference now 
is that we who say we follow him, the musicians can come up, are those servants in that story. Just let that sink in for a second. The only difference now to God revealing his glory in other people's lives is that we are the servants in the story. News eyes can come up. We're going to finish. So the question is, with this joy we now carry, uh, we now carry in our cup, after the sin has been removed from it, are we being obedient and are we being faithful to share the joy that we now have in Him? Are we being obedient and are we being faithful? How excited do we let ourselves get when someone who doesn't know the love of the Father yet experiences just a little bit? That needs to be the one thing that defines us. That we, we are not Australian Christians, we're Christian Australians. Where is our citizenship defined? Do we go to work to get a job done and hope God does something or do we go expecting God to do something and the side effect of being at work is we get work done? Do we go to university expecting for God to do something tangible? I'm not talking figurative and nice fluffy feelings. Tangible. God says, His Word promises that we will see the sick healed. That we will see broken people restored. So do we go to uni just to go to lectures and maybe God will do something? Or do we go expecting God to do something and the side effect of being there is we get an education? Big question. I'm not saying I got this at all. Not at all. But we need to start focusing on people. We need to start being obedient and faithful with what Jesus has given us. Because one statement that I heard in the last couple of weeks that has absolutely rocked me to the core is if you're ashamed, and I'm speaking here, if I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed of what Jesus did and sharing what Jesus did on the cross, I'm actually saying I'm embarrassed for what he did on the cross. If I'm too embarrassed to, to tell someone I'm a Christian, I'm saying I'm ashamed of what Jesus did on the cross for me. That is a huge statement. But when we shift our focus from our image and what other people's thoughts and all of these other limitations to the love of people, then that becomes the greatest joy to see other people experience the love of the Father. Why don't we bow our heads this morning? I have two questions. Two questions. Well, the first one is, what is in your cup? Have you experienced the love of the Father? Has He filled your life with His love? Have you invited Him in to be Lord? Have you, have you surrendered all and said, you know what, God, I need you. I cannot do this alone and I need a saviour. 
if this morning you've heard this and whether it makes sense or not, you just know that there's something special here. Let me tell you, Father God loves you full stop. And He wants you to know it. So this morning in this place, if you want to invite Jesus into your life, whether it be for the first time or the first time in a long time, why don't you just indicate by just raising your hand right now as a statement that you want your life, that cup, to be filled and defined by His love. Is there anyone in this place that says, yeah, that's me? The second question I have is what are you doing with what's in your cup? What are you doing with what is in your cup? If we are followers of Jesus, if we are followers of Jesus, we carry a love that is the answer to the world's darkness because the darkness cannot lay hold of it, cannot extinguish it, cannot comprehend it. And if this morning something's stirring within you to actually say, you know what? I am going to actively be obedient and actively be faithful to take what I have to others. If you want to make that stand this morning and say, I am committing to this, to share what I have, what Jesus has given to me, I want you to be bold this morning. This isn't for everyone, but I know there's at least one. I want you to be bold this morning and stand where you are to make a statement saying, God, I am partnering with you. If that's you and you just want the commit again to say, God, I'm partnering with you to be sharers. Just stand where you are right now. Be bold. Be bold. I'm standing this morning as well. Because <laughs> if we get this, the darkness doesn't have a chance. It's not even a contest. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you for the people standing in this place and for the people who have already daily wake up and choose to partner with you. Lord, I pray that we would start to see shifts in our worlds because of what you're doing through us. I thank you that all you call us to do is take this joy from one place to another and you look after everything else. Father, we release your spirit to have its way through us. We surrender to you and say, God, we cannot do this without you. We need a savior and we are choosing to partner with you to see this world loved reconciled to your heart, reconciled to your love. Father, we acknowledge that every single person on this planet is a child of you. Just a lot don't know it yet. Father, give us the courage and the strength to help them realize whose they are and help them realize that all they have to do is receive thank you for your goodness. Just instill courage and a boldness into these people standing in this place today.
again. We hope you enjoyed listening to this weekly message audio podcast. If you'd like to listen to more messages and find out more information, check out our website at www.baysidechurch.com.au. Church has changed. Check it out.